0: I grew up in two very religious households. My mom believed in going to church every Sunday, and my dad was a preacher who eventually started his own church. I was a devout Christian all throughout my childhood. It wasn't until college that I began exploring my beliefs, which led me to becoming a deist and eventually agnostic. Now, I am looking to grow in my spirituality again and figure out what I truly believe in. I wanted to have this talk with my friend Nikia Phoenix, Nikia is a Reiki master who devotes much of her time to practicing and sharing the gifts of meditation and healing, which has helped foster self-love in her own life as well as in the lives of those she's touched. As someone who's deeply involved with her spirituality, I figured I could learn a thing or two from her about how to get in tune with my own. My name is Ariel Hairston, welcome to Grow Room. I just want to start off by saying that this episode is not an attempt to persuade you in any way to pursue any modalities outside of what you believe in. It is designed to serve as inspiration if you are open to expanding your spirituality, but is not advising or encouraging you to abandon what makes sense for you in your life, whether that's Christianity, Hinduism, Judaism, or any other religion. The episode is intended to reduce shame around your spiritual journey, whatever that looks like for you. And if that means remaining exactly where you are, that is perfectly okay. So, I just wanted to make that clear before we get started. I first asked Nakia what her spiritual journey has been like, and this is what she had to say.
1: You know, I think that uh, just like your journey in life, your spiritual journey is forever evolving as you um, know and discover more about yourself, and you discover more about spirituality and how that can help you along your journey. So, um, I like to say there was a moment when I was in my teens when I definitely questioned, wait, why are we going to church every Sunday? <laughs> to which the answer was, um, <laughs> you don't ask that question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to where I am now, um, where I, I am finding what works for me. What works for me often ends up being um, pulling from different spiritual guides, different um, spiritual practices to find what, you know, what makes me feel whole.
0: I found it interesting that she mentioned church being the first thing she questioned when it came to religion, especially because she's a Black woman who grew up in a Black church. When America was in the thick of slavery and segregation, Black people found refuge in the church. It served as a safe space, a way to bring us together and provide us with a sense of purpose and was the foundation on which we built the black community. Most importantly, our faith gave us hope at a time where it seemed impossible for black people to overcome their situation. For the most part, this unwavering faith has remained. And today, most black children still grow up in the church. I know I did, and it's very likely that you did as well. Because of this, when questions begin to rise within you that don't necessarily align with what you've been taught and what your ancestors were taught for so long, it can be difficult. You've probably been told not to question God, like Nakia was told. We are taught at a very young age not to question authority. This can cause us to not know how to make the first step in our journey.
1: Once we do begin that process of, hey, I'm going to take charge, because we haven't been taught how to take charge of our own lives, then we start to question like ourselves, and we don't trust ourselves in the process.
0: I mean, that's something that I had to learn over time, like that level of intuition that we all have, but trusting it Mm -hmm. and understanding that, you know, you know more than you you think you do in terms of like yourself and um, your own life. And yes, it's, it's okay to have something that's guiding it, but ultimately it should be up to you what that is.
1: Right. Instead of just taking whatever hand-me-down has been presented to you as, you know, religion or spirituality it's very important to discover that for yourself because i also think that once once you discover that for yourself there's this um this pride and ownership and like just genuine yeah this is for me that comes up because you know it's like when you when you work for something it feels so much different than if somebody just handed it to you
0: So what does the first step look like? For Nakia, it began with prayer.
1: When I was really depressed, I can say that, and I know that we've all heard this in the Black community, um, when you're going through something, what do older Black people say? Pray about it. Pray about it. A good friend of mine said to me a few years back, um, when I was saying, like, I've been praying, but he was a youth minister and he said, you know, we're, we're taught to pray. We're taught to pray, pray, pray about it, pray about it. But who tells you to listen? And that listening comes through meditation. And I was like, oh, my God. He said, you pray and the meditation is your time to be quiet enough to listen to what God has to say to you. And literally, it's like the heavens just opened up like a light. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Because I I had been meditating before, but it wasn't until he gave me that connection that I had the, oh, moment. If you're always praying and you're not
0: ever listening, then you're just, who are you having a conversation with? (laughs)
1: right exactly it's it's one-sided it's like it's like you're leaving a voicemail and hoping that the person on the other end listens to the voicemail but do we really listen to voicemails anymore no it's
0: like all right call me
1: back and god's like call me back
0: you gonna uh you gonna answer (laughs) when i call (laughs)
1: And often I think that's, that's how religion is to us. Like, okay, I'm leaving a message. Can I get some sort of, did you get it? Like, (laughs) but we don't, you know, because we're, we're not still enough or quiet enough to listen for the response or even um, in the past few weeks, because it is springtime, I have been really aware of what, what the earth and what mother nature is saying and just sitting outside and just listening. And I find so much peace in it. I'm communing with nature and it brings so much clarity. And I see the symbolism and synchronicity everywhere because I'm not running around. I'm just stopping to observe. Mm-hmm. We can learn so much from different religions, but if we're taught to you know, kind of give other religions the side eye. Is that really like, you know, remember the what would Jesus do um, bracelets and all of that? Okay, but what would Jesus do? We got to kind of stop ourselves and like really go back to the foundation. And the foundation isn't about excluding anybody. It's about including everyone and seeing everyone's humanity instead of like, judging and instead of thinking that they are less than because they don't believe what you believe. They're still human. We're all still human.
0: Yeah. And we all have the same wants, goals, fears, all of that. You know, we're mm-hmm. not different just because we pray differently or worship differently or, you know, it's, we all just want to be good people and live a good life.
1: Yeah. The root of most prayers is exactly the same wherever you are on the spiritual or religious spectrum. It's all the same. It genuinely just comes back to the, you know, be kind to one another, Mm -hmm. show love to one another.
0: Someone who is very traditional in in their views, but may have questions, um, Like, how do they even begin to discover what it means to them to be religious or spiritual?
1: I say try, try everything. You may not find an attachment to that particular spiritual practice, but you'll be learning so much more about yourself in the process. And that's what you like. Ultimately, that's what you're trying to do is learn more about yourself and be able to love yourself um, through the entire thing and connect you with um universal love and universal energy, a higher, higher power. So try it. You know, if it's if that means like, you know, taking a trip to an, an ashram and in India, you know, have an eat pray love journey. Hey, have an eat pray love journey. Do it. Why not? <laughs> it's like you, it's like trying out new food honestly it's like okay you can try this you can taste a little bit of it and then you want the whole thing and then maybe after eating the whole thing you're like I mean that was cool but it wasn't for me yeah you can apply the same thing you can apply the same thing to spirituality I believe so because once again if you don't try it or you're not introduced to it how do you know if it's for you or if it's not
0: okay so now we're on this journey great but how will it make us feel?
1: Nikia's antidote may help paint a picture. It's just, it's opened my world up, honestly. And it's beautiful to be in these different spaces and um, to collectively commune with my friends and my loved ones. Um, it's just such a beautiful experience to be able to have that without a closed mind. Because 20-something years ago, if you told me, okay, you, you'd you be doing what I'm doing now as a Reiki master and meditation practitioner, and, you know, I I do crystal Reiki, I would have been like, I'm sorry, what? What kind of witchiness? What? That is not of God. <laughs> it's like, actually, <laughs> didn't God create all of this? So how is this not of God? Um. Anyway, just I feel so much lighter and so much more accepting of others and myself because I'm able to see the beauty in what they believe. Still to this day, my grandmother is a hundred years old and she tells me that she prays for me all the time. I believe that she 100% has like the direct. Phone line to Jesus she's like, Jesus is me I, I honestly believe that <laughs> honestly believe that, and whenever she tells me that she's praying for me, I say thank you. I say thank you. that thought and that intention mean so much to me like thank you, and no matter what i what I have been learning, that simple sentiment of Someone who loves me saying that they are praying for me is like.
0: It's love. (sighs)
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's love. So obviously it's been very beneficial to you, as you've said. Um, Do you think there were any roadblocks that you had to face?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, The biggest roadblock, well, one of the biggest roadblocks is putting that negative self-talk on mute dialing it back you know because that negative self-talk that little negative voice inside of us um will always have you question everything when something starts feeling good for you that little negative voice is like but are you sure though like is this really what you want is this really how you going to do this like does this is this really gonna work long term? And then you're like, is it? <laughs> <laughs> really? I don't know. But the more that you actually tune into that negative voice and get to the root of that negative voice, you realize that it's not even your own. For the most part, that negative voice is the voice of your parents.
0: Yep. Wow, that is heavy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when you start to realize that, like, Your parents were probably just like guessing at everything that they were doing when they were raising you or just listening to what their parents were saying. Then it all kind of starts to make sense and you're able to um, forgive and really talk to that negative voice in your head and say, I hear you, but we're going to heal together so that you're no longer talking this negative stuff you're talking about oh we should try this we should this sounds cool let's do it at some point in time you have to find the courage to um, stand in your truth and understand that um, your parents may not initially accept um, your choice however they're approaching the situation with their own personal trauma. Your trauma is is not their trauma. You may have inherited that trauma, but that is not your trauma. Um, So knowing that hopefully can allow you to stand firm, firmly in your truth to be able to say, this is what brings me peace. This is what brings me joy. Can't you celebrate that with me? They may not be able to initially, um, but I believe that love conquers all and love is going to shine a light into the dark spaces and allow them to see, oh, wait, this thing does bring the person that I love peace. Yeah. I think I can begin to accept it for them. For
0: those of you who don't know, Reiki is a Japanese form of therapy. It is known as energy healing and involves transferring universal energy from the master's palms to the patient they're healing. As Nakia describes it, God is doing the healing. She's simply the conduit to the healing process. I wanted to know where along her journey she decided to take on this practice and why.
1: My fascination with Reiki came a few years ago. I was hosting a beauty event at at a store in L.A. And just... Someone came to the event that had been, yeah, I guess I'll just be 100% transparent. Um, My stalker showed up at the event and he didn't see me, but I saw him and immediately I was just, I couldn't move. I was like completely immobile. I could barely talk. I just couldn't function Um, because here it was this like really dark energy that was not supposed to be anywhere near this space came into my space. Um, And so the people working in the store did their best to get him out. Um, And in the meantime, I'm hosting an event. There are people out there who had no idea what was going on, but behind the scenes, I'm freaking out. So the store manager actually said, let me help you. I'm a Reiki master. Let me help you shift some of this energy, transmute this energy. And, you know, I was like, okay, okay. okay." Um, and she did and a calm and a peace came over me that I didn't think that I could get after having that experience, um, with my stalker. And I was able to go back out and finish the event and no one other than the people behind the scenes knew what had happened. And so from then on, I was like, i wait. So there's this thing that I can do or that, can, that someone else can do for me that can allow me to heal. Oh, I need to learn more about this. And so last year, when the pandemic started, I was able to put so many things on pause to be able to study this thing that I had been wanting to learn about. So I am very thankful that, that um, what could have been a really awful experience eventually led me to this peaceful practice. So I'm very thankful for that.
0: When some people think of Reiki, or anything involving crystals, chakras, or even something as simple as meditation they may formulate a very specific opinion about the person engaged with these things. Because people often want to disassociate themselves with stigmatizing labels, it can prevent them from expanding their ideas. Now, I don't burn sage or practice spiritual healing in that way, but I do tend to wonder why a lot of us don't open our hearts to explore it. As Nakia puts it,
1: When we put these labels on ourselves, I think it really limits us.
0: Labels can really stunt our spiritual growth. But I think more often than not, it's the fear of not knowing who we'll be when we get to where we're going that stunts it the most. But there's a way we can level with this fear.
1: I often say that um, Spirit's plan for me is way bigger than my plan for myself. Spirit's vision for me is way bigger than my vision for myself. Oh, Thank goodness I'm trusting in that, because if I were just... Like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Like just purely based on like what I know um, and what I know to be possible for my life. I would be limiting myself from so many good things. Literally remember being on a retreat a couple of years ago and being afraid of my truth. I remember praying and like asking God um, to help me see my truth. And I had to say to myself, And you have to be ready to accept it because even as we heal um, we start to have shame for the person that we used to be, Mm. you know, and it's like, you can't shame that person. That person only knew what they knew. Yeah. And now you know what you know. And so Forgive that person for not knowing. Forgive that person because that person genuinely did the best that they could at the time with what they had. Yeah. Have grace for that person. That person is still somewhere inside of you. Somewhere. Have grace for that person. Show that person love. Be kind to that person. It's like you don't shame your best friend when they do something. You're just like, hey, I see you. I also know that you want more. So, you know, you're encouraging. Yeah. So you have to be your own best friend through this healing process.
0: It happens in two parts like that. It's the journey to find the truth. And then it's mm-hmm. the journey to accepting the truth.
1: To accept it. Once you know this truth about yourself and about everything around you, do you really want to go back?
0: Yeah, it's, it can. It's I was going to say you you actually just it's impossible. I mean, once you've gotten to the point where you're like, "Oh, wait, this actually makes a lot more sense to me." You can't go back. The ignorance is back. bliss, but like now that your your eyes have been open, it's you just have to sit in it. <laughs> it may happen and you may be kicking and screaming on the way there, but, you know, eventually you get there and you're like, okay, well, this is what is. This is what is in my life. And this is what I have to accept. And this is my new normal. And Mm -hmm. this makes me feel better because now I'm not hiding in the shadows of someone else,
1: you know? Right, right. So yes, it's going to be scary. Um, Yes, you're going to be frightened. But on the other side of that, that fear it's like so many possibilities. I mean, it's so beautiful on the other side. Yes, the grass is greener. There are wildflowers like you're skipping through. There's light. There's all of that. But you just got to get over this like weird, weird bridge. You know, our our biggest monsters aren't actually monsters. they are things that we have constructed within our brains. So things will come up. Um. You may feel you may feel some shame, but it's also important to have grace for yourself during this process. And um, I always like to say that uh, God's got jokes and the universe has jokes. Um, so I think that we also have to be able to like laugh with ourselves while we're going through some of this. Like the number of ugly cries that I have done.
0: <laughs> right.
1: I mean, I'm so thankful that I can like look back and say, "Oh man, that was an u- that was an ugly cry. Whoo, that was hilarious." Um because while I was going through it, I was just, you know, snot everywhere. Just Yes. I oh god. <laughs> <laughs> but you but know, you feel now so it's much like
0: better. You feel so much better you, after it's over, you know? You do,
1: because you um you need to release that. Yeah. You need to release it. There's you know, the the self-expression that needs to happen for you to get to the next level.
0: It's, it's different ways that you can look at it. Like even I had spoken to my therapist yesterday and we talked about, um, I told her how like dating, how exhausting and depressing dating is, because it is, and it's like mm-hmm. picking needles out of a haystack. And she's like, yeah, it is. But she's like, you know, but you can dance while you're doing it. You can listen to music mm-hmm. while you're doing it. You can laugh, you can, you know, you can, you can enjoy your friends while you're doing it and come back to it. Like it doesn't have to feel like what we make it feel like
1: Mm -hmm. it can be, Mm -hmm. we
0: can make it, we can flip it on its head and make it enjoyable. I think when you're on this kind of journey, you can make it enjoyable when you seek community. I think Mm -hmm. like finding people who are like-minded and also on their journey, Um, and be surrounded by love and acceptance from, from family and friends. And um, like you said, loving yourself and accepting yourself and being kind to yourself, whether that's your present self or your former self, um, Mm -hmm. making friends with that person. Um, Yeah. Because sometimes we feel this level of sadness. And like you said, like sometimes resentment towards this other person that was that was hurt or that was not understanding herself, you know, but right. if, we, if we love that person anyway, I think, I think that's the mm-hmm. best way to be. It's natural to mourn the person we lose in this process. The person who was fine with the labels she didn't give herself, but were given to her by someone else at a very young age. One thing I've learned throughout my journey is, you can read the Bible and not identify as a Christian. You can take principles from Buddhism and apply them to your life, and it doesn't mean you have to call yourself a Buddhist. In fact, you don't have to call yourself anything at all.
1: Don't think that your idea of spirituality has to fit perfectly into a box. It doesn't. you know. And that box will be expanding as you go along. You'll be able to add some more things, you know, and take away some things and then eventually the, it's just it's just an open space for you to be able to explore and explore self in the process that inner peace is so powerful and will literally open yourself up to everything that is truly yours yeah i hope
0: that for everyone i hope everyone Gets that in this life, because uh, we all
1: deserve it. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Do
0: you have anything that you want people to know about Nikia and um, what you're? <laughs> talk about do yourself. I?
1: <laughs> do I ever? Yes. So um, I am so honored um, to be in this space and to be able to offer up my gifts to people. And so right now, if you go to NikiaPhoenix.com, you will see um, you can be part of a five-day meditation challenge. Um, Sometimes we do have to challenge ourselves to do the things that we know that we want to (laughs) do. So you can join the five-day meditation challenge and um, listen whenever you feel called. Some people like to meditate first thing in the morning. Some people meditate at night. Um, But there are... Different meditations um, that work great together to guide you on this journey um, to self love and inner peace. If you've never meditated before, um, I say, first of all, um, have grace for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Because, um, you know, we think that everything has to be perfect and right the very first time, but meditation is a practice and not a perfection. It's not about being perfect. And it's also not about competing with yourself or anyone else. Um, It really is just a practice. So having grace for yourself. um, And then also, you know, we think that it's about blocking out everything. And it's really not. Um, It's about tuning in to yourself. And in tuning into yourself, you're not necessarily blocking other things. They're just not like affecting you. And then the easiest thing that I can say to do is breathe because we often hold our breath when we're stressed and it's not until we're forced to concentrate on our breathing that we realize that we haven't been breathing at all (laughs) and that when you breathe, it can bring so much peace and clarity. So Tune into your breath. And when you find your mind wandering again, it's okay. Just choose again and choose again and choose again. Slow down. When you feel yourself getting tired, you don't have to power through it. You can slow down and just observe your breath and sit in how you feel. Be kind to yourself. And um, I think you'll be, you'll be okay.
0: If you have time, take part in Akia's 5-Day Meditation Challenge. Perhaps it's just the push you need to really kickstart your journey, or it can serve as a healing reminder to stay the path to personal enlightenment. I hope today's episode can inspire the seeds you plant in your own life and help cultivate growth as you water them. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you next time. Peace. This podcast is powered by Straight to Tell LLC. It is produced by Kayla Mignon, written and directed by Ariel Hairston, and executive produced by Naomi Ergen. The podcast is designed by Lauren Bowers and Nika King.